On this episode of Techies, Razor is a thing again, weather forecasting is improving, we want more warmth, and there's a new printer in town. Hey everybody, welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode number 88 for Sunday, January 20th, 2018. My name's Shane and that over there is... <laughs> Did you say my name? No, I didn't. My name's Tony. Hey, Tony. Hi. Hey. Nice to meet hey. you. Nice. nice to meet very you nice to meet well. you, sir. How are yes. you? Good. Good. I am good. <laughs> um, half looking forward to this... Uh, this blood moon that's supposedly coming up tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's blood. in our, I don't know, our northern Bloody and moon-like. Western hemisphere. That's for those of that those of you who want to look. I don't exactly know the actual location, but it's in ours. Um, and I guess this is a uh, lunar eclipse, so it's going to... What's that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that um, and I believe too. that's when... Uh, Obviously, the sun is on one side of us, and then it's us, and then the moon is on the other. It's from what I, I think that's that's right. Obviously, if the sun was on the other side of the moon, then it would be a solar eclipse because the sun is bigger, and definitely we would see the sun. But since you know, it's I feel here, like, I feel like no matter, matter how many times you <clears throat> try to explain this to me, I just uh, whew. no, and I should know more are, because of the solar eclipse that I saw in 2017. But yeah, well, I think the solar one doesn't really have to do with anything about the moon. No, you would think not. Yeah. With it being yeah. called solar versus lunar, yeah, I would. Yes. I get yes. that part. <laughs> but the sun is. I mean, if you have a, a lunar eclipse, I feel like you're seeing light. So the sun's factor in any part of any kind of eclipse. So um, obviously, we are another part. You know, Earth. So, but I suppose one doesn't involve the moon at all from a perspective of just looking up and. One of them involves the Earth and the Moon and the Sun, and now I feel like this is some Sun's weird 60s song. and the song Moon now. and a thing called yeah. love. Let me tell you about the... I don't know what other yeah. that song goes. Oh, about. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so this one is going to be... I don't know. They're seeing like a blood moon or so. There's got a reddish hue to it. So, um, And that's from the Sun. Um, so yeah. on the other side. But, you know, the other side of the world is definitely getting the most of the Sun right now. So since it's nighttime here-ish. It's not really nighttime. Seven. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. So, I don't know. Maybe looking forward to that. It's, you know, 9, 30, 10, or 11-ish is when it's going to be mostly red than the moon is. So, I don't know. We'll see. Central time, of course. Central, yes. CST, currently. Uh, you know, us. so the thing about CST, I, I was uh, kind of figuring this out recently, but I think that that's not always the case. Like, like that's Central Standard Time, but... If, I think that's not. I think CDTs is a different thing. Like, yeah, doesn't it one like when you have like daylight savings and one when you have yeah. the other one? Yeah, then yeah, that yeah, yeah. Changes? yeah, yeah. Central yeah. <laughs> Central Daylight Time. Yeah, I think that's what that other one is. And I don't know yes. which one we're in right now. But just for the sake of, I mean, I didn't really put that together until recently. But uh, for the sake of uh, saying that, it may not actually be CST. Um, well, one of these websites that talked about the lunar eclipse did say CST, so I think I'm going to go with that one. Okay, fine. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, obviously, don't take my word for it, right? We want to try to encourage people to do their own research, right, with all the fake news and all the nonsense out there. 
So uh, obviously, if something interests you and you want to talk about it, definitely you know look at more than one website. Look at a couple websites. Try to you know do some research on something if you plan on talking about it. Yeah, there you Just go. Do some <laughs> research. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of nice to see you know something that's not something you, you see every day. So you know, Red Moon would be kind of cool. So we'll see. We'll see if I. I I, I agree. I am glad that I uh, that I thought of it. And uh, <laughs> you were probably planning on it anyway, but. Uh, I I just happened to think of it when when I stepped away before the show for a moment, went outside and the and the moon was definitely not red yet, but I will check that out. And I, and I don't know what area did you say already? What the area is restricted to? Like like who all is? Sort of uh, I want right to now? say the northwestern hemisphere, but I don't know for sure. And I really don't know what that all really entails, unless I were to look at a globe right now. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> or a know. map of some kind. Well, I won't make any uh, assumptions there, but <laughs> uh, maybe someone in the chat can let us know if we're uh, sure. Let us know where <laughs> where is this happening right now and everything. All right, Tony, are you consuming any sort of liquid beverage type sorts of things at the current at this particular moment? No, I was just just says wrong. He says yeah. wrong. Uh, so what's wrong? So, so tell us, what are we wrong about? <laughs> oh, sorry, Tony, but you should, you should tell us what you're drinking first. I apologize. <laughs> uh, wait, what? Nothing. <laughs> Were you saying this wrong? I don't know. I didn't catch that. Um, but yeah, I was just saying I was drinking something and it was just water and now it's empty. Oh. Uh, Yay. That, How about you, Shane? It is fantastic. <laughs> I am drinking, um, that big bottle of wine, as you could see. Like, that's nothing new. Anybody that's been watching my game streaming lately uh, can can tell you that. Anything else? <laughs> no, nope, um, nothing. You, you you drinking anything else besides the wine? Besides the wine, uh, water. You usually have a couple beverages on hand. At I mean, that's time. it. Uh, <laughs> I am currently no. I'm not trying to say to anyone. I'm not saying that I'm turning this into that or anything. But I do need. Hydration, because I am not the Lord, first of all. But second of all, uh, you, you know, the hydration is good uh, to have along with, uh, along with the wine. So I would suggest that. If you're going to do some drinking, you, you need to make sure that you are, are keeping yourself in a sort of hydrated state. Okay? There you go. Okay. Nice. Right? Okay. Okay. Well, water's okay. always good. Okay. 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 Before I do that, though, Blood Moons can be... Uh, <laughs> Just uh, says blood moons can be seen at different times depending on where you are located. The hue of red uh, may be different as well. Oh, oh. Good to know. Oh, see, you know, I wish I had that song queued up. The more you know, but I don't. Oh, yeah. oh that would have been nice. Yeah. Did Google get... take that stuff away, though? I don't know. I know about video? certain things. They might. Right. Well, yeah, I well, whatever. I... Anyway. Uh, you yes. want... What do you think, Tony? You want to <laughs> talk about some news? Sure, let's do it. News. Yes, and this article is from Ars Technica. The Motorola Razor is coming back as a smartphone. <laughs> oh no, who knew? Anyway, this is um, the release. Um, they uh, they're going to st- they're going to release. There, there isn't a date in mind, but they're going to release a new 
um, version of the iconic Razer cell phone, um, and this is they're citing the Wall Street Journal was uh, was uh, had a story on this. Um, but before I kind of go into that, um, the old one was um, the Razer V3, and I remember this. I think back in two thousand three, and it did it did come out in July of two thousand four, um, <clears throat> and it kind of took like it's it's kind of what made the. Uh, what am I trying to say? It's trying to, it, it's kind of like, it was like sort of the iPhone before the iPhone. It was just a phone that everyone had. And I don't want to say the iPhone because I know Android too. It's like, it's like what smartphones are today. Like before that, I think like you either knew someone who had one or you had one, or you had a couple variations of one. If you were me, I don't know if you had one, Shane, did you have a razor? I think our friend, uh, Eric gave me one at one point that I barely used. Okay, yeah. I was just trying to think if you had one, but uh, yeah, or used one regularly. I don't. I, I may never have used it. <laughs> I mean, I used. Uh, I, I think I used other people's razors at one point. Yeah, and it was just such a, a a different looking kind of flip phone. It was thin. It was light. You know, color screen at the time. It was, um, and I say that because you know my first phone was not a color screen. Now I feel like I'm dating myself a bit, or like. You know, you talk about how your parents, oh, back in my day, we had black and white TV. You know, now I can say, you know, back in my day, I had a black and white cell phone. You know, just stuff that you wouldn't even have thought of. But, um, yeah, it was a status symbol. It was, you know, kind of like what I said before, kind of like how iPhone and Android phones are today. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it was widespread. Three million units in its initial run. Um, I, I know that was, you know, back in the day when phones were... were kind of lower. I know now we think about like, well, I don't know what iPhone sales or Android phones are worldwide. I'm sure that trumps 3 million, but um, back then that was, it was pretty big. Um, <clears throat> and then they, after a while they had different varieties or different variations. I know there was pink ones. There were stuff with like more memory in it and stuff like that too. Um, and then there was a V3i, which was one of the first ones with Apple's built-in iTunes, which I did not know they had one, but I think that was around the time when um, I wasn't really in iTunes in, in the Apple world as much as I kind of am today. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, but then um, the the brand did try to revive itself uh, a few times. I know in 2007, um, Motorola did come out with a Razor 2 with mixed success. I actually had this phone for a brief period of time. Um, I had an iPhone 1.0 first, if you want to call it that. And then it's like, well, let's see. I don't know if I need all this. And then I sold it, <laughs> mm. and I'm, I got this one. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of nice. It's a lot thinner, but um, and I was able to. One of the things I really like doing with these old phones is um, you could kind of text like with the, um, I guess you could say the number pad, uh, without looking at it. If mm. you were really that good at it, versus like an iPhone or an Android phone now, you really can't really. You can't do that. You kind of have to look at the QWERTY keyboard. But there wasn't QWERTY keyboards on these phones at the time. And you'd have to hit the one key, I don't know how many times, just to get to, you know, A, B, or C. And then, um, you know, that's how texting was at the beginning. And I was really, you know, I think a lot of people were really good at it at that time. Um, and you didn't really have to look at it after a while. I don't know if that was the uh, same with What did I call it? A10 or A9 or what the heck's that called? The was that A10 or T? Uh, T, T. T9? I don't remember. T9, Somewhere. maybe. Yeah, yeah that, I, that's right. There was some sort of name for that. But, um, yeah, and they had... Uh, uh, I still have that <laughs> on, I think... I was going to say somewhat on the Switch. It's 
Switch might have something like that. And then also... Oh. Maybe it's more... Did. Yeah. Uh, so the thing I'm going to talk about later in the show actually works that way uh, currently. Oh, yeah. Which um, I guess I kind of don't like it now since I'm so used to having a QWERTY keyboard everywhere I go. And I've kind of lost the habit of that. Um, I'm sure it's not hard to pick up again if I was using it every day, but I'm not. So it's probably part of it. But anyway, um, yeah, I thought that phone was nice. But again, mixed reviews, 2007. 2011, um, they had a, an Android smartphone called the Motorola, Mo, Motorola Droid Razor, which didn't really take off as much either. Um, and then... Um, uh, the iPhone was kind of, kind of, well, no, the iPhone was out beforehand, but that was kind of already disrupting the marketplace um, at that time, too. So I think that was another reason why this didn't really take off as well. Um, but the new Razer phone that has been announced this year, um, first off, Motorola was acquired by Google, and then again, now it's owned by Lenovo. I didn't know that, and I don't know if you knew that, Shane. I don't think I knew that either. <laughs> So Lenovo has, which is Motorola Mobility, I believe that's the the old name of it now. Um, so anyway, that's that's kind of who owns everything right now is Lenovo, which is good. They make good laptops. I don't have a problem with them. Um, anyway, so this is this new phone is supposed to be a uh, clamshell form factor, but it is going to be a smartphone um, with foldable screen. Um, that's kind of something new. They kind of talked a little bit about at CES. Um, with, a, I believe, a Samsung kind of prototype. Um, not real sure how that's going to look yet. There isn't really a, a picture of this on the on any um, on any of the articles. Um, but the flexible screen would fold inward. Um, it's going to have a price tag of about fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. Still a lot. Which again but... is a lot of money. Which is you know that's. I mean, you get a good iPhone, um, a new one for, you know, thousand dollars or eleven hundred, depending. Um, and they're saying they're only going to make two hundred thousand units to be made. So I don't know if this is just, you know, maybe gauging the public to see what it is, if they can do anything with it, you know, to see if people are going to want to do it without really, you know, going full in. Um, if this is just something small or what, but um, doesn't seem like they're they want to make very many of them. Um, and this is, uh, again, aimed at consumers who do not intend on upgrading their phone a lot. Hmm. Um, and then the last thing is uh, Lenovo will partner with Verizon to release the new Razer phone, possibly as soon as February. So we'll see. Uh, more to come on that. Um, I don't know. I'd be curious to see what it looks like. Um, the article did show off the um, the Samsung foldable um, like screen technology. So... Um, and again, it kind of looked bulky, and I don't think it, I think it was more of a prototype than anything, just showing off more of a point of concept kind of of, of images. So, um, but more to see. We'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, again, I did like the phone. That was probably one of my first favorite phones before you know smartphones entered the whole market. Um, yeah, I would say that hands down. Very light uh, weight and all that, um, and thin at the time. But uh, then, yeah, smartphones took off, and uh, here we are. We'll see what happens, Shane. Yeah, real quick, I, I mean, I did, uh, so before you got to it, uh, somebody in the chat, same guy, <laughs> just in the chat, was uh, saying that uh, that they had a Razer smartphone. He said 2010. I did I did double check. It is 2011, in fact. 
that the droid razor came out. But also, um, so I thought I thought this all sounded familiar, and apparently it was March, and I I don't know if this was something they announced or if this was just strictly a uh, concept <clears throat> video. Uh, this Motorola Razor V4 thing that was all the way back in March. I don't know if you um, saw that at all, but they talked about it being... See, this is published by Tech Configurations. <laughs> this is a YouTube channel. So, I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know. It says, Motorola Razor V4 introduction. The foldable smartphone is here, the legend reborn. So, this all sounds official, but <clears throat> a lot of the stuff here was probably all concept art or something, mm. or I don't really know for sure. But it's just interesting to me that uh what is this now it, uh, nine months later or whatever that it's uh resurfacing i mean i did they i mean this all sounded new right like when they announced it at ces yeah this is all new this was mostly by um well the wall street journal and then it looks like um this uh tech uh argus technica kind of did something on this one from uh what did i just say the wall street journal the wall yeah yeah. Which you can definitely click on that article from this one. Very confusing. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, in a way, I mean, it sounds like something's coming, but there isn't a lot. And I don't like to necessarily do rumors, but this seemed a little bit more like a rumor to me. So. Oh, no, this is an announcement, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah if someone has a better idea of uh, what the deal is with this, with this Razer V4 thing from back in March, like, if they can confirm that this was totally just like a, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> concept, or uh, th- not theory, concept. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, concept. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I don't know if Motorola had anything to do with it. That's the only thing. I Maybe they didn't. It all looks kind of fake. You know what? Yeah. Now that I'm looking at this, Tech Configurations does this for a lot of phones, apparently. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was probably all. Oh, it just does like different images of what they want the next one to look <laughs> like, or? I like this comment, though, below, by unknown. Never happened, there's simply no room for an acceptable battery. <laughs> well, uh, it's kind of happening now, apparently. Well, and another thing is, it's just, it, I mean, the, the cell phone market is just extremely competitive. I just don't know to, I'm just, some people that have been in, some companies have that have been in there for years are, are struggling, like, I mean, I'm sure HTC and Samsung, and nah, I hate to say that I'm just like Apple only, but I mean, the other ones are definitely holding their own against everyone else. And for having a new player, and again, Microsoft, they had their sort of chance, and I think they're kind of on their way out if they still have anything. So. Yeah. So, yes, um, you're, I think you're correct, Jess, that the, the Switch doesn't have T9, but uh, something about it reminded me of it there. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I punched in keys, even though there's a touch screen, so you can technically, I think it just reminded me of that because if, if you don't use the touch screen, you got to use the, the D pad to try to go from letter to letter, which was more or less how you had to do it on the PS3 and which I hated. I yeah. hated that so much. And I had to create a login and a password and all that craziness. And that's then yeah, never mind. There you go. There's a grinds my gears. Yeah, I don't have anymore. Well, the thing is, too, with the touchscreen on here, even, even trying to touch, uh, <laughs> punch in letters on the touchscreen keyboard, it's not, I guess it's better than trying to do it on, on an iPhone potentially. Although, touchscreen's sure. not really, um, 
it's not as sensitive. Like you have to kind of, I feel like you have to push a little harder on the, on the switch's touchscreen, but mm. anywho, I think that's part of the reason I maybe I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of, of using the touchscreen, but anyway, anywho, sure. anyway, anyhow, any further, uh, further points? Uh, yeah, I think that's it, but I'm, I'm anxious to see what it looks like if, and when we do get, I don't want it to be vaporware or whatever. Um, cause it does seem like a decent announcement, but you never know. Yeah, I'm anxious to see what it looks like though, because I know people like to, you know, something that looks clean and sleek. And that name did did, you know, was like you know thin and um, it was it was definitely. Uh, yeah, it was a cool. It was certainly a cool looking phone. In fact, um, yeah. probably one of the best. Yeah, one of the best phone designs um, in terms of you know strictly in terms of the bezel, because uh, yeah, phones yeah. now look some phones now look okay, but. Yeah, I don't know if they can really rival that as much. I think a lot of iPhones uh, come close. Well, I don't think I compromised with, like, battery or anything. Or, I mean, storage really wasn't a thing then. Um, you know, the internet or anything that, like that. But um, usually you kind of compromise with something that looked good, but maybe the specs weren't all there. But it felt like everything was great with that. Um, yeah. So, mm, mm-hmm. we'll see. Right on. Right on. So, IBM announces high-resolution global weather forecast model this is according to the washington post and i didn't i wasn't aware of this but back in 2016 um folks didn't exactly know why ibm bought this company the weather company which apparently was known for having a bunch of weather data out there and and clickbait articles apparently because they cite specifically this uh headline such as uh you won't believe what divers found in this underwater cave. <laughs> so they had stories like that. Different. Uh, uh. It says that drew millions of people and uh, dozens of forecasters, tens of thousands of personal weather stations. So multiple, it's sort of uh, multiple things going on there. But on January 8th, they revealed their plans uh, for a new weather forecast model. And the idea is to combine the weather companies. Uh, meteor, meteor, that's a tough word. Meteorological data with the computing power of IBM, and that is set to be the most accurate short-term forecast. Uh, the most, ac- it's going to set, <laughs> it's going to get, it's going to give the most accurate short-term forecast in places such as, <laughs> such as the Africa and the Iraq. No, no, no. <laughs> in Africa and <laughs> South America, where accuracy, uh, weather forecasting accuracy is actually an issue. It's possible because the data is crowdsourced. It is possible <laughs> because the data is crowdsourced from millions of weather stations around the world, many of which are operated by private weather enthusiasts. So... Part of me is kind of like, is that how accurate is that data really going to be <laughs> based on that? But currently, the global forecast system, that's an actual name, in the U.S. has a spatial uh, resolution of 8 miles. Dun, 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 dun. See what I did there? Uh, I did. <laughs> even though the song 8 Mile is, uh, is different, I actually prefer the song 8 Mile to Lose Yourself. Anyway. Um, eight miles every six hours that gets updated. And uh, IBM's Global High Resolution Atmospheric Forecasting System, or GRAF, does 1.9 miles every hour. Oh. Every hour. One, every one hour, that's 1.9 miles. That's a lot better. 
Um, and and just to uh, point out uh, at the end of the article, they also mentioned that eight miles that is eight miles over unpopulated areas such as the oceans. But um, yeah, that's well, that is important to know for hurricanes and things. But but uh, I, I assume. It does say every hour. It does say every hour. It's the hour. I was gonna say I wasn't sure if it was every hour, but um, mm-hmm. or does it say every hour? They don't specify if that's every hour, but I'm assuming that's also every hour. <laughs> um, so this is gonna go on mobile apps, TV, and international forecasts. But whether or not uh, this the weather output is gonna be available for purchase is has yet to be determined. Um, I don't know exactly if that refers to selling it to individual users or selling it to companies or, you know, exactly what they're referring to there. But the model uh, is going to run on this power no- on these Power 9 processors, which are used in the uh, DOE's Summit in Sierra. And I want to say, Tony, maybe you talked about those at one point. Um, which are the world's fastest supercomputers currently? Oh, yeah. Pretty sure you talked about those. I did talk about the new ones. You talked about how we took back the title, right? Or something along those lines? Yes. Of the fastest, yeah. Um, That's nice. Yeah. The National Weather Service had concerns about using the core, uh, the the core of, of the model, yeah, back in 2016. And the developer of said core, uh, the National Center of Atmospheric Research, uh, went back to try to optimize it for this Power 9. However, the Weather Service ended up going with a different model, uh, which, which they, they apparently ended up being a disaster of sorts. That, and I quote, uh, a disaster for U.S. weather prediction. And there's another, it looks like they linked to another article if you want to know more about that. But uh, I just want to end here on a quote from IBM Senior Vice President of Global Forecasting, Peter Niley, who stated, quote, the weather enterprise is changing. Our traditional roles of public and private and even academia are shifting. Access to information, high-performance weather models, all those are enabling participants to play in different swim lanes than they were 20 years ago. There's just different players now, and whether you think of that as competition, that's not how we think of it, end quote, which is basically going on to say that they don't, they don't really look at it as a competition um, sort of thing and that things are just different nowadays, more or less. But uh, also maybe worth mentioning, they do talk about... Um, the HRRR, which is the high resolution rapid refresh model. And I was a little bit confused on whether or not that's referring to the, I think that's maybe the existing, not really sure. I feel like that's the existing one because, you know, as stated previously, the, yes, as you, as you have bolded here, the high resolution atmospheric forecasting system or graph is what IBM's is called specifically. So yeah, HRRR. Unless it's just another name for it. I tried looking it up myself. I wasn't really clear on that. Um, but I feel like that refers to the old model. Because hmm. according to... What is this? <laughs> according to Wikipedia... Ah, it's not even on Wikipedia. Oh, this is Wikipedia, yeah. 
Rapid refresh, RR or RAP is a numerical weather prediction NWP model. The model is designed to provide short-range hourly weather forecast for North America. The rapid refresh was officially made operational on May, uh, May 1st, 2012, replacing the rapid update cycle, or RUC. model also serves as the boundary conditions for the high resol- higher resolution <laughs> high resolution rapid refresh, HRRR, RRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRR
Screw Take Shane's constructive criticism. Doing do work. With it. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know about you, Tony, but for me personally, there are <laughs> every pair of gloves I've ever had never seems to be warm enough. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it really depends. It depends on what the temperature outside is actually like. Like right now, it is two degrees out. So that's pretty cold. Mind you, then, you know, the wind plays a huge factor in that. But Wisconsin weather in particular uh doesn't it's it can be it can be quite cold at times i would say quite cold quite cold indeed and quite cold quite quite cold um and the 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 thing with that is the gloves they, they just don't keep my hands warm enough and i just bought a new pair of gloves um and it was it was all in the name of so it's actually so that i could use my technology better but seeing if i could if I grab them. You know what? I'll save them. I'll save them for potentially for another episode as an XP boost. But um, they're kind of nice. They they're for touchscreens though, so that I can actually use a touchscreen. But they're like, you know, some gloves you get they're just on a few fingers or whatever. This is supposed to be the majority of the surface of the glove. Um, reacts with the capacitive touchscreen, which I thought was pretty neat. And they're th- they're somewhat thin, but it's I feel like it's kind of like that neoprene sort of material. So I think it's kind of meant to keep your hands warmer. But took them out for the first time yesterday. Went on this candlelight hike and didn't. My hands were pretty cold, <laughs> pretty cold. And I I don't know. It just seems like no matter what I get, you know, our, our friend Mike. I tried out his again. He he's got a pair of touchscreen gloves, but his I think I thought. I think his are maybe on the thumbs and, and index and middle fingers, um, you know. So I guess I was – I like the fact that these could get uh, – that it had more surface area that was actually capable of uh, using a touchscreen. Not, not that it's really necessary in hindsight, but, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I did find his to be um, a bit warmer. Uh, oh. and it is a different material. He has more of a fuzzy sort of material and these are, are, are more of a, yeah, like I said, like a neoprene sort of material, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, it, I guess that makes sense that that wouldn't be as warm, I suppose in general, but maybe at the same time, it's going to prevent things like frostbite, hopefully, <laughs> but it didn't feel, it didn't feel like they were keeping them warm, which is a bit frustrating. Um, and so boots, I feel like boots are similar where my feet, well, my feet seem to get colder than just about anything. I, I, what about, <laughs> what about you, Tony? Do you, what, between your hands and your feet, do you find like one of those to always be cold or more cold than? than yeah, I would say so. Probably. I'm probably in the same boat as you, uh, but I'm not. I'm probably also not looking for anything better. I'm just like, ah, this is probably fine. I'm not, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure if you spend more money, you're probably going to get something better, but I don't know. Right. Although, I mean, with boots, I, I probably wear the cheapest socks in the world. I'm sure if I wore like glorious wool socks um, with some decent boots, I'm sure I'd probably be fine. I don't know. Sure. But gloves, I've never really, I don't even think about like, you know, the touchscreen gloves though. That's That's got to be nice, but meh. I wonder if that's like a compromise. I don't know if you could find something like that's like good touchscreen, also warm. 
I feel like you're going to have to make a trade-off there. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, so I, I do think uh, Mike's gloves are, they felt fairly warm when I tried them out. So I think... Do you know the brand? We were looking for the brand of his. For my brand, it was something that I don't have in front, like Mujo or something along those uh, lines. I just looked up wire cutter and black diamond heavyweight screen tap fleece gloves. Mm-hmm. Best rated, but meh. I don't know if it's going to keep you warm. 45 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, this pair was around that amount, mm-hmm. I think, too. But Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I suppose it's maybe like... Uh, materials fleece shell goat leather palms. I don't know. Hmm. But I don't know. Just a quick look at. I like to look at uh, wire cutter every once in a while. But yeah. Um, yeah. Usually, if I'm shoveling or doing, you know, snow blowing or something, yeah, my hands usually get cold quick. And yeah, definitely my feet. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> absolutely. Wow. There's a lot of camp comments to catch up on here. But oh um, boy, you know what? You can just eh, whatever. <laughs> People are going to give their own two cents, or they're going to say, you guys should get wool socks. You guys live in Wisconsin. I don't know. So the... Uh... <laughs> oh, great. Now we got more people telling you to get real headphones. Um, I don't care. Real, these are real headphones. I can hear. <laughs> okay, so... Wow. <laughs> these guys are just really talking crap here. Uh, but what I'm... Not about you this time. Uh, it's all about <laughs> me now. But the deal is, here's the deal, it, my rambling, because that's all I do is ramble, apparently. Um, so, yeah, even with wool socks on, two pairs of wool socks and, and insulated boots, I feel like my feet still, and, and mind you, this whole, well, let's, wholly let's depends on, on that. Yeah. What kind of wool socks? This wholly depends, <laughs> this, wholly de- this wholly depends on whether or not, uh, yeah, I'm moving around or not. I think if I'm not moving around... And then they can get real cold. And that's like, usually if I'm on a deer stand or something like that, you know, doesn't really work out <laughs> too well. But mm-hmm. uh, I just, yeah, after after a couple hours, just like freezing, freezing. Mm-hmm. And then that's not even that cold out. I mean, can be during that time, but yeah. So I don't know. I don't I, like, sure, there's products out there that can like, heat your hands and feet i don't know or or there's the hand warmers i feel like those don't really like they'll make one part of your hand warm but not the other (laughs) so i don't know i just feel like feel like there's some let's just say some room for improvement when it comes to uh tech in those areas something that works better perhaps but anyway that's what grinds my gears XP Boost On the XP Boost We are here talking about uh, The printer (laughs) The printer Uh, A printer They still make printers? Believe it or not they do (laughs) They do in fact This particular one we're talking about The Brother WorkSmart series MFC (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to give you the whole model number here. MFC-J497DW879828149. er Just kidding. I added a few in there. Uh, it's, just, it's just J497DW. Wireless all-in-one printer. <clears throat> so, so I was walking, a- walking along one day. 
inside your house or no i was just at the apple store surprise and uh, i looked into i was looking into printers there for some reason just because i happened to be there at the time and uh you know they happened to be a little more than i wanted to shell out also surprise there apple store expensive things right an employee there that i was talking to they they were Basically saying, yeah, maybe you don't want to buy there. <laughs> I mean, they only had, I think they only had like one printer there, and they recommended just going to Best Buy, Best Buy across the street. And I'm like, I was thinking about doing that anyway, but thank you. <laughs> and mm -hmm. she, she was mentioning that her husband did a lot with printing, and that he recommended brother printers a lot. And I was like, well, maybe, maybe I'd give them a shot. I was like, I was so sure that I was going to get another HP. But I realized that I've had so many of them that have died on me in the past or for one reason for one reason or another, maybe one of them got smashed by unforeseen circumstances that had nothing to do with me raging at it at all. Give it time. Give it time. <laughs> that was only one though. <laughs> the last one uh well then again you know if it was it was making me angry for a reason <laughs> i would I love to see a rage crit any products i would not like... recommend smashing a printer there is glass in these all-in-one printers do not smash a printer like do not attempt this at home uh that could wind up very bad thankfully it did not in my particular case but uh yeah don't be we'll an see. idiot like me <laughs> uh the last one just died just stopped working one before that. I feel like similar issue. Yeah. I feel like I had two HPL on ones that did similar things where they just, stopped. and I don't know if it was like a surge or something that caused it or what exactly, but no idea, <laughs> no idea why they just kind of stopped working after a while. So I figured, Hey, why not? Let's give one of these brother printers a try. Um, so we did, I, I picked one up uh, at the best buy. It was uh, about the best buy. It was about sixty bucks, um, and I was like, "Okay, that's not too bad for a." Um... Holy crap! All right, let's take a timeout for a second here. Let's just let's just catch up on some of these. Uh, <laughs> how is this interactive? If you don't pay attention to it, can Tony see this chat? Is it me or no. does Tony always get picked on? Yes, but wait, what? Why are you the one saying that, Jess? You're the one that was originally brought up his headphones. How I don't dare care you? about my headphones. I don't look at the chats, and I don't give a red's behind on what you think. There Go you, on. Wow. Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't buy HP Broski. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I just <laughs> said I didn't. Okay? All right? Keep up. Keep up. All right? Here we go. All right. So, back to back to where we were at. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this one was uh, by far the single easiest printer that I have, uh, ever experienced, that I've ever had to set up in my life. I would go as far as saying, because, well, and before I get too much into that, um, it does take individual ink cartridges, which you could be seeing yourself, well, that's more work. <laughs> that's taking each one of those things out and plugging each one of them in rather than just, you know, two, right? Like you're going to yeah. get with a typical HP. Well... I say to you that was a that was one minor inconvenience for the remainder of the setup because in this case, um, you know, and as has been the case with um, certain HP printers in the past, where I'll have to 
like either manually plug in the printer to my computer or you know and run an install thing that takes like 20 minutes or whatever um <clears throat> in this case i didn't have to do any of that um mm-hmm. it comes with a disc that i didn't have to use because all ah, it still comes with a disc that's nice well, sure. I think mostly for support of older computers, I'm guessing. But, no, no, I'm just screwed wrong. That's right. <laughs> but I did, I did. Um, all I had to do was punch in the the SID and the the uh, uh, key to the printer itself. In this case, which I thought was because I don't remember having to do that in the past with uh, with with another printer, but worked like a charm in this case because once I had that punched in. I could immediately start printing from both my iPhone and my iPad without doing anything, which I Ooh. thought was awesome. Because um, it's got it's got the air print built in and, and all that fun stuff, right? Mm. But um, right, yeah. <laughs> and the th- here's the thing: I don't I don't recall installing anything on my computer um, offhand. I could be wrong about this, but if I did, it was really seamless because. Um, yeah, it it it's in there now. <laughs> the printer shows up in my system preferences, so um, yeah. So it 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 just all worked very quickly, very easily. I mean, the hardest part, like like as is the case with any printer, is is actually just opening the box, taking it out of the plastic, and 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 taking off that stupid plastic tape that they put on it. But uh, <laughs> you know, like every printer ever. But that was the hardest part because everything after that, super smooth sailing. Um, this thing. This thing has, I've had the least problems. One of the first things I, I ended up doing with it was printing to an envelope. And <clears throat> I always had issues doing that on HP printers. Um, at least the, the one I had prior. Like, I don't know why. Stuff would get jammed up in there super easy. And, or it wouldn't print exactly right on there. This worked immediately. Perfectly. Um, first time, no problems doing that. Um, the tray that's underneath the printer is really nice. It's got, it's got, um, what I call them guides that slide in and out both, both on the sides and, and in the back and all kinds of, all kinds like sizing guides and all kinds of fun stuff below in the tray. And just, I don't know, it just really worked well without, without little to no effort going on with that. So super impressed with all that. Um, the quality overall, the print quality seemed good, seemed great, nothing, no complaints there, and the speed as well. It seemed to go go in and out very, very quickly, um, just with the default settings. I didn't notice really any issues thus far with that. So um, the the display and controls um, that I was punching in that uh, passcode on or the 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 Wi-Fi key on, um, it's very extensive. Like there's a bunch of buttons on there. Um, and this is what I was saying. I, I believe if I can bring it up, um, has the T nine, <laughs> I think, believe that actually does have the T nine oh. sort of thing going on on it. Um, which isn't great, but still, I, they're not going to put a full fledged keyboard on the thing, you know, still better than what you get on most printers, I think. Yeah. And, uh, so they did make it easier for actually, uh, entering the, uh, the Wi-Fi key <clears throat> in there, but, um, so that was good. That was uh, it's good. Oh, and so yeah, it's got a it's got a LCD display on there, and all these buttons. And to top it off, it it also rotates. It also um, you can adjust the angle of it in and out. 
um, which <laughs> I, I mean, it's kind of nice, but not really something I would necessarily need. <laughs> it's just mm. kind of a little uh, added benefit, I suppose. And uh, I got the black version of it, which is all, you know, all, all black, um, looks really slick. And nice. um, it's relatively small. So everything, like the whole thing is, is just, <clears throat> it's pretty compact and sleek. And I really like the look of it as well. So much so, similar to what I ended up doing for Christmas last year with iPad Pros, um, got each of my parents one one for Christmas this year, um, because I, you know, that goes hand in hand with their iPads because then now they can print directly from their iPads. So that was kind of what I was thinking with that, and their phones because now they both have, uh, yeah, iPhones and and iPads. So I think I think that works really nice. When in the <laughs> that's the thing. I'm talking this thing up, but, you know, I'm going to use it so little <laughs> because nobody really uses, well, I shouldn't say nobody, but I myself don't use printers, honestly, that much these days. But it is nice to have uh, when you do, when, <laughs> when the issue comes up. So, Yeah, I was about to ask, like, how many times you use a printer <laughs> in a year? <laughs> but I suppose it's, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we are all Team Tony, though. He said, "Don't hate us." Nah, Team Shane all the way. <laughs> wait, wait, what's the full name of this printer so I can pick one up? All right, so I'll go back and, and read it here again. So it's I'm the, on the Amazon right now. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so it is the Brother Work Smart Series MFC. That's M F C. I know I never know what it says. M as in Mary, F as in fart, C as in car. J Jesus, really <laughs> J four nine seven D as in dog W as in W. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Whiskey. MFC J four nine seven D W. Yeah, I should know whiskey. Yeah, of course, whiskey. Yes, yes, I know that. Just just knows that more than anybody, I'm sure. I don't really know all those, but anyway, I'm dumb. <laughs> So anyway, sixty bucks is what I ended up getting mine at at Best Buy. Um, similarly, Amazon ended up being about around sixty dollars as well. Uh, currently, I noticed on Best Buy you can pick one up for fifty. They have a, <coughs> apparently some kind of sale going on, so this might be a good time to actually get one there. Uh, I don't know if it's only online at Best Buy or if you can get it in the store for that price as well. I I would think to be the same price, but not positive on that. But yeah, this is probably one of the best uh, products I've really reviewed thus far, and I'm going to give this one a solid five out of five. Wow! Wow! Nice. What an honor! <laughs> That's really uh, it's bringing it up from last week with the uh, what three out of five, the lowest ever. <laughs> three out of five. The comment on Amazon, they all seem to be really good, except for one who says it prints really slow. Just you're like you... you're just like two seconds behind the whole time. We, like we're gonna we're gonna talk about all this stuff. <laughs> what like, stuff? Price, price. What's the price? Oh, my bad, my bad. No, what? No, you already gave five out of five though. I thought you were done. No, I was done. I, I did give the price. I'm saying that. Oh, I was behind. Well, yeah, I'm really not paying attention. You're not behind. No, I I was just saying that other people in the chat are asking about. Oh, that. I really should get on that chat. Everybody's talking about. It. <laughs> All right, you have my full attention. What are we talking about? Yep. 
No, but I was looking for something. Like, I don't know, we have a um, an Epson that seems to work sometimes wirelessly. I've never really had experience with a good wireless printer because it just seems like intermittently it'll work. And most of the time I've got um, a USB cord behind it in case we need it. But I think K needs it more than I do. I don't really use it that much. And if I do, I'll print stuff from work, um, which don't, they don't, you know, nobody really seems to mind too much. But it's so few and far it's not really a big deal if I'm printing anything at all, like a page here and there. Um, and now, like with Amazon returns, you barely have to do anything and they'll ship it all for you at Kohl's, like a Kohl's return, which I don't know, that's something else. I don't know. But that's mostly why I'm, re I'm using a printer is for an Amazon return slip for UPS. Um, I don't know if you want to speak to that chain at all. <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. I used it. I used it maybe the first time last week returning something. And sure, I had a box and all, but I didn't. You don't need a box. You don't need anything. They'll package it up. They'll put that label on it. If you just bought something from Amazon, and you want to return it. It's nice. All right. Well, I was and afraid you weren't going to bring that up. I've never, I've never, never brought it up on the show before. But now I feel like I have to give a disclaimer. <laughs> it's like you got to do full disclosure. That is my who I work for. So there, oh. I said it. Not Amazon. The other one. <laughs> Coles. All right. There I said it. So, yeah, in fact, I, I will be uh, utilizing that myself <laughs> for the first time, I think, here soon. But I did just buy uh, something from there. So, from my own from my own employer, I bought I bought a coat there. So, you know, I'm keeping keeping making sure to spend money there, too. You know, you know. She's keeping it real. Keeping it real. And, uh, yeah, but I might be returning something to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, not to make it about Kohl's, I was mostly about printers, about when I use a printer, and it's so few and far, can I justify it? But this is 50 bucks, and yeah, being able to print something off an iPhone or a, in a smartphone um, sounds pretty good. I'd rather do that than fire up the old computer if I'm in a different room or whatever. Um, now, again, it's not a big deal, you know, definitely. All right, I've got to print something out, I've got to print something out. But typically, if you're, you're more likely to be on your smartphone, maybe, I don't want to assume anything. Um, then you know your computer and it would be easier to print from a phone mm, type mm. device or a laptop or i mean or, or a tablet like i think you said the ipad as well so um it'd be nice to check that out um so yeah maybe we'll see about this mm, mm -hmm, good mm -hmm. stuff shane yeah good stuff good stuff all right any other questions <laughs> you got it you got it figured out pretty straightforward right it's a printer. Print print stuff. Uh, does it wirelessly? That's all you need to know. Oh, I mean, I will say it is an all-one. It does have a scanner on it, which uh, I'll admit, maybe this was a little preemptive because I didn't actually try the scanner functionality yet. But uh, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> how, long, how long have you used it, the printer? How um, many times? I've actually had it. Well, how many times? How long have you had it? And how many times have you used it? I've had it for probably a couple months now. Okay. Uh, and I've used it probably a couple times. <laughs> nice. But, All right, so Shane's got a questionable review here. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I just said, yeah, like, who? I'm not using printers that often. I know. They're nice. Yeah. They're nice when, when, when I need them, though, you know. No, but, I mean, everything you said here makes me think I might want to check it out. I mean, 50 bucks, too. It's, yeah, I thought yeah. it was going to be more with some of the being able to print from your iPhone. I thought that would be something, all right, we're going to add this to it. I know it's Bluetooth or Wi-Fi or whatever, but 
you know, having air, what did you call it? Airprint? Airprint, yeah. Yeah, which is something I haven't used. That'd be interesting to try that out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought I thought because of that, oh, let's, let's throw a couple more bucks on it because it can print, you know, air print now. But, you know, and maybe they did. Who knows? But like 60 bucks, I don't know. No, I can't yeah, remember the time I bought a printer. It's kind of a standard now. And then I think I want to say Google has their own of that also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I was meant to look into that, but I just haven't yet. Because, again, printing is so few and far with me. Few and far. Google Cloud Print is what they... That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, Shane. So I'm pretty sure it supports both of those. I mean, don't have... Ah, shoot. (laughs) Should verify that, I suppose. I mean, I'm pretty sure I remember reading that on there. But let's just double check. Just, you know, we want to make the Google folks happy, right? That's right. That's right. What's well, what's really weird? Okay, yeah. Uh, the, the, the scan of popular cloud services directly <coughs> from the printer, including Google Drive, Dropbox. Well, that's not what I was looking for. Um, Ooh, Dropbox. Air. Mm, doesn't say it on here now. I would say it absolutely. What side are you looking at? That would be stupid for it only to support Air, Air what you call it. Here we go. Uh, AirPrint, Google Cloud Print, Mopria, Wi-Fi Direct, and Brother iPrint and Scan. (laughs) Whatever some of those Mm -hmm. other ones are. Um, That's in the brochure of their website. Now, the weird thing is you go to their website, and it's 80 bucks. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I don't really get that, but yeah. So, yeah, what's what's weird is how that's... Isn't that backwards? Like, why would it be... Maybe because they're shipping from... I don't know where they'd be shipping from. I've noticed that with a lot of, like, direct companies, too, versus, you know, getting something at, like, Best Buy or Amazon or whatever. Then they're going to have it cheaper. Mm -hmm. Well, Apple does it a lot with their, you know, watches and phones. You go to Best Buy, there seems to be a new watch deal, like, every other day now. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just different examples. So go check it out, and then and then if you get it and you hate it, you can you can tell me, or if you love it, you can tell me, and if you hate it, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't love it if you hate it, or if you love it, and then one day you hate it and you rage quit with your fist through the like scanner bed, like, and then you take a video of it. Shane would love that because you'd yeah, be not, like, you know what? I've been there before. Not through the scanner bed. Don't cut yourself. <laughs> Yeah, obviously, you know, take proper precautions if you're going to rage quit anything. We don't want to be liable for anything. I I agree. AirPrint is nice. Oh, wait, when it works? So, when it works. I mean... You can say that about anything. Well, I've yet to have it... I think I've yet to have it not work as long as the printer shows up. Because I have had it where, yeah, like, prior... When when AirPrint AirPrint first got sort of um, announced or what have you. Uh, I don't think there was a lot of printers actually supporting it, but now it's probably pretty common at this point, I would think. And, uh, yeah. That's about it. That's uh, going to be... That's going to about do it, I think. What do you think, Tony? Yeah? Sounds good. Yeah, sounds great. All right. So, techiespodcast at gmail.com is our email address if you would like to write in and let us know how much uh, we are right or wrong about the printers that we describe on this here show. Do so. <laughs> you can find us uh, on social media, most social media, other than Instagram or 
well, Snapchat. I don't know. That'd be weird. Uh, it's really just Twitter and Facebook, but uh, at Techies Podcast and and YouTube, of course. Recording Sundays at six seven Central. That's on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. All those fun sources. NiceGuyNetwork.com slash techies is our email address. Please, if you don't mind, um, if anyone's out there listening currently right now for only one dollar, no, um, <laughs> we don't actually we don't actually have a Patreon still, but uh, and the way we could get to that point first, we gotta you know you you gotta you gotta start somewhere, right? You got baby steps to get to that point, and before we can get to that point, we need people to leave us some ratings on iTunes so that people know about the show because. They don't right. right now. <laughs> you know, not, uh, yeah, we could have a little more viewership. Let's just say, let's just, let's just go out there and admit that. And, um, yeah, iTunes leaving us reviews, ratings on there, whether sure. they be five stars, whether they not be five stars, preferably they'd be five stars. <laughs> That'd be awesome. If you could do that, we would greatly and sincerely, uh, be in your, appreciation of that so you can find tony at why not big t myself at shave mad ox and that right there in it of itself thank you so much thank you so much for listening we yeah again we appreciate that as well we are we are very happy that you are here and listening to us thank you tony thank you shane and viewers thought you were going to say that in line for a second. And until next time, Decker Easy.